This is Switched On. Hello and welcome back to the Switched On podcast. This is your host, Akshay Koti Bhaskar. And for those of you who are new, this podcast is dedicated to those who find themselves struggling with the ominous task of choosing a career. Regardless of whether you're one of those people or not, and if you would like to ease the process of figuring out what career is truly right for you, or simply gain a more knowledgeable and informed perspective, look no further. Every session will present a different job from a different sector, and explore exactly what each job entails, as well as their acquired interests to work in the field. Today we have a very special guest, Ms. Arthi Kelshakar. Ms. Kelshakar is the author of How India Works, Making Sense of a Complex Corporate Culture, as well as How Women Work, Fitting In and Standing Out in Asia. As many of you will know, an author is simply a person who writes stories, poems, or books, such as the two Ms. Kelshakar has written, both of which are based on the converging themes of leadership and cultural effectiveness. Ms. Kelshakar also happens to be a specialist in areas of human capital development, including training, coaching, and consulting with 15 years of international experience. She is also an intercultural coach and has conducted workshops and training programs for several multinational companies. Before discovering her passion in the areas of training and coaching, she worked for seven years in the area of securities market compliance. She was educated at the Sydenham College of Commerce and Economics and has an MBA and a bachelor's degree in commerce. Welcome, Ms. Kalshikar, and thank you very much for being here today on this podcast. It's a great pleasure to have you here. Uh, thank you, Akshay. Uh, really happy to be here as well. Firstly, Ms. Kalshikar, I think the listeners are probably most curious as to why you do what you do. How did you initially become interested in this field or profession? Yeah, so uh, it's it's an interesting uh, journey. Um, so my I started out many years ago uh, doing an MBA in finance. I worked in regulatory compliance and um, you know worked in India, worked in Singapore and then we moved as a family to the Philippines um, where I had to for various reasons uh, I had to reinvent the wheel and do something different and um, thanks to a Swiss friend uh, she who introduced me to this field of intercultural coaching um, I got trained and I did a lot of work in that space uh, so that was how you know one part of what I do which is the intercultural coaching that's how that came about to be and um, we moved to India subsequently in 2012 and uh, I realized that uh, you know in the course of conversations that I had with expatriates etc that there wasn't a resource there wasn't a book on working with Indians you know from a uh, cultural standpoint and because I had the experience, I had lived as an expatriate, I thought this would be an interesting space to write a book on. Uh, but honestly, writing was something that I always wanted to do. I wanted to be a journalist, you know, when I started out in college. But we didn't have the kind of resources that you guys have now. Certainly a podcast like this would have helped. So, so, um, so yeah, so I think I, um, you know, when I got the first um, opportunity to write, I took the plunge and I haven't looked back. Sure. But if, if you were so, if you were so confident and willing to do, 
journalism. Why did you start with finance? Yeah, so so the thing is, uh, you know, at that time we didn't have, you know, career counseling. We didn't have the options, etc. So it's not like I was. Uh, very fixated about journalism uh, i wanted to write but i don't think i hadn't thought it through you know i didn't know what the options were i wanted to write but i don't think i would have been happy to uh, be a journalist if you know what i mean uh, in terms of what else yeah so in terms of what else that entailed you know i hadn't really thought much about it so i just went with the flow yeah okay can you tell us a bit about yourself, such as your interests, skills, and what do you like to do outside of work? Uh, yeah, sure. So I like going for long walks. I like uh, exploring art, museums, um, travel, uh, you know, a bit of travel, and cooking when I'm in the mood. So a couple of different things, yeah. And I like reading, of course. Okay. And what are the most recent novels you've been reading? Uh, so frankly, I don't read uh, too many novels these days. I read more of non-fiction. Uh, I'm currently, yeah. So I'm currently reading a book called Office Secrets by um, this person called Harish Bhatt, and he talks about uh, you know different experiences uh, of based on his observations of his work colleagues. And it's actually a collection of articles that he had written uh, over the years, and it's really fun. It's interesting. It's um, a nice take on um, you know with a bit of humor on uh, office life. So that's what I'm reading right now. Okay. Can you provide a brief overview of your job, such as what are the main tasks you handle on a daily basis? Um. So when working on a book, um, I worked in two now. Um, I juggle between the research, which is a big part of a non-fiction book. Uh, so this, of course, is primary research. It's also uh, you know talking to people uh, who are in that space, leaders, um, you know, industry experts, etc. So I talk to them, I interview them, I go through the transcripts, and then I pick and choose uh, what I need from that. Um, and then, of course, I have my own insights, my own narrative. So you intersperse that with the um, with with what I've got from others, and uh, you know, divide the book in uh, its themes into you know structure. And uh, you know, I write, I edit, I constantly improvise, rewrite until you know you sharpen it, you uh, hone it until the narrative reads well. Uh, so this could involve working for a couple of hours. It could be six or seven hours maximum in a day because you know it's a creative pursuit. So um, it's not a fixed schedule in that sense. Uh, so this is in the run up to finishing the manuscript, and then of course once it's over, then you hand it over to the publisher. So that's a whole other process in terms of identifying one or you know having a contract with one, and uh, and then. Then comes the marketing or the promotion of the book, which is a whole other ball game. So, um, so it's a lot of um, work. It's a lot of activities, really, end to end. Okay. And what gave you the inspiration to begin each of these projects? Yeah. So I think, as I mentioned earlier, no, it was the intercultural uh, work that I was doing. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, you know, when we moved back to India, I realized that there wasn't a book on working with Indians. 
I'd seen one on working with the Germans, working with the Swiss, working with the Brits, but I hadn't seen one in India. So I thought it would be good to leverage my uh, experience and my understanding of this space. In terms of the second one, which is uh, around women and leadership, uh, we were based in Singapore then a few years ago, and. Um, I remember browsing through one of their bookshops, you know, Kino Punya, and uh, I saw a lot of books on women uh, leadership, but there was really not much from uh, an Asian lens, you know, it was mainly from a Western lens. And I thought that would be interesting to look at Asian women leaders through an Asian lens. Uh, so that's what uh, led me to uh, you know, write that book. So basically in both books I've used a cultural lens which is my interest, which is my forte so to speak and I've addressed both these books through that framework and that lens. Yeah. Considering the amount of research it must have taken to produce these books, how crucial would you say networking was towards their success? And what was the strategy you used to build these meaningful connections? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so, it wasn't so much about um, networking as it was about you know knowing people uh, who would then connect you to others who they thought would be valuable for you. So um, I, so that was a tricky one, especially in for the second book because we were based in Singapore and I was looking to speak to people uh, across six Asian countries, yeah, uh, China, Japan, Thailand, the Philippines, um, India and Singapore. So, um, so that did take some time and effort in identifying people and what I would do is I um, would approach a few people who I knew well or who regarded my work well you know based on the earlier uh, book etc and I would tell them I give them a bit of a brief in terms of what exactly I was looking for because you know somebody could be very um, very uh, great at their work but uh, I needed somebody to be articulate somebody to you know not hold back in terms of sharing their opinion and uh, you know sharing their insights right so and culturally that is a little bit tricky in this part of the world so uh, so I over time I had kind of um, you know uh, I knew what I was doing so I would share this brief with people as they uh, before they connected me to people so it took some time but uh, you know I do believe that uh, it happens, you know, it, it, it all falls in place well. So uh, I wasn't in a huge rush, you know. So I took my time. I mean, as I interviewed a few people, then I took a bit of break, then I suddenly thought of someone else I could approach, you know, things like that. So um, it started off with almost nothing, you know, in the beginning, and then slowly, you know, over time, I built it up. So it, it was about knowing the right people who then knew the right people and uh, were willing to help so that did make a difference um, um yeah so i think that's that's pretty much the methodology yeah okay and what are the biggest challenges that you face in your role and how do you usually overcome them so um i think in terms of the biggest challenges you know especially for an author uh because a book is so uh 
onerous a project you know it's such an extensive thing uh, i think staying the course is the biggest challenge um, you know in fact yeah so in fact there is uh, some sort of statistic which somewhere that uh, you know about 80 to 85% uh, start writing a book but they don't end up finishing it so it's a big number uh, you have to persist through uh, difficult periods uh, so it does involve uh, some amount of um, you know time and persistence and discipline um, and also to have uh, you know a few people in your inner circle who will listen to you venting and who'll cheer you on when needed so because writing is essentially a solitary journey right so you're pretty much on your own it's not like you have a team or anything in place um, so i think these are some of the aspects to think about okay and on the flip side are there any particular aspects of your job that you find especially rewarding or fulfilling yeah absolutely i mean it's it's a creative pursuit right so like you know any creative uh, pursuit uh, it's in creating something from scratch right i mean you don't have uh, a framework uh, you create it uh, you can write a book on any topic on uh, you know the style that you write the process that you follow it's entirely yours right so it's incredibly fulfilling incredibly satisfying and um, and when the writing comes together you know when it all comes when you're happy with it it's insightful it's interesting and you have a completed manuscript i mean it's it's an amazing feeling and then you when you see the final product you know with the cover it's an absolute joy so uh, yeah so i think i mean that's writing a book but even i know people who write you know small articles blogs uh, you know small like they don't have to write a book but it's always um, very fulfilling right to see your work uh, being appreciated being read being yeah being uh, validated so it's there's lots of great things about it when it finally comes together okay and can you describe any common misconceptions or myths about your job or industry that students may have and perhaps debunk any um i think it's the fact that you know because writing does not really entail any entry norms or qualifications right i mean anybody can write if they have a flair for writing or if they have an interest so um a lot of people you know think that writing is easy writing is glamorous uh, you know but in reality as i've just mentioned it's not easy so just as you shouldn't judge a book by its cover you know i don't think why yeah. go by Torture's the author the author either then. yeah yeah absolutely yeah so don't judge a book by its cover don't judge the author uh, you know so it's uh, it's important to um you know understand that it's not all uh, glamorous or fun or easy you know in fact somebody told me the other day that uh, there are more writers than there are readers you know <laughs> so it's easy to get in but as i mentioned earlier not so it's not so easy to uh, finish writing whatever you are writing if it's a long project for students wishing to apply for a job in your industry what would you recommend as a degree they should aspire to attain And what would you like to say to students who are considering a career path similar to yours? So I think here it depends on what students want to write and in what capacity. So do they want to get into journalism? Do they want to blog? Do they want to write content for digital media platforms or do they want to write a book? 
so if it's uh, a degree in journalism uh, you know then i mean if it's if it's journalism that you're thinking of then maybe a degree a formal degree in journalism or in media or creative writing may be a good idea uh, but honestly one reads a fair amount and uh, has a flair for writing you don't really need a formal structured degree um writing is very fulfilling but it doesn't pay the bills unless one is a celebrity you know like a jk rowling and even she struggled so i would tell people uh, that you know work for some years uh, you know build your experience and knowledge in your core job and um, you know once you're financially independent that's when and once you you know you uh, earn some experience uh, because it's also about building your perspectives right when it comes to writing and that takes time and that takes experience yeah so i would say that um, uh, you know one can take to writing in their uh, you know late 30s or early 40s once they've built experience and knowledge uh, developed perspectives got some experience under the belt and then turn to writing as a part time or a full time occupation And do you have any personal advice as to what skills or qualifications are necessary to succeed in your position? Um so I think if you look at writing I mean there are two aspects especially from my perspective as an author it could be fiction it could be non-fiction right uh fiction requires a certain level of creativity imagination inspiration uh which is very different from non-fiction so I think one needs to have um ways to develop that and you know uh have a good imagination and develop that um in terms of non fiction it's easier i would imagine because it requires um an element of being able to research and the ability to condense your insights in a palatable format so in that sense it's a little easier because you have a structured environment uh, a structured framework um so these days it's not just the writing you need to be good at you know you also have to be able to speak about your book at different forums you have to learn how to be savvy with the marketing of your book so it's not just being able to write but it's also being able to articulate uh, being able to um, speak at different places uh, you know have some ability to you know have public speaking um and also being able to promote it on linkedin or social media you know different platforms etc right which is a whole different ball game from uh, writing because a lot of authors tend to be or at least in the past they tended to be more uh, you know introverted or people who were shy of the limelight you know and um, yeah and then suddenly you realize that the work is not over after the book is written and the book is launched uh, the actually the difficult part begins then and that was my experience and learning after the first book um and it was a hell of a journey because i wasn't prepared for it i was by nature reticent and it's been um, a lot of learning and a lot of pushing myself you know out of my comfort zone so um yeah so it's a lot of that and in terms of what are some uh, you know uh, requirements i think it's important to be clear why you want to write um you know what are your motivations are you doing it as a career are you doing it as a passion are you doing it um uh, to you know just to um 
advance your own career which could be related to consulting or something else so whatever it is be clear as to your motivation and that helps to stay the course um and then discipline and focus is very key to finishing it um and so it's good to have a few accountability partners you know people who will give you positive energy and sustain you despite the difficulties that you just mentioned uh would you still say that you enjoy your job as an author Yeah absolutely 100% uh, I mean which job doesn't have uh, challenges right so uh, you know it's it's different but absolutely i mean it's uh, you know it what it gives you right is uh, enormous amount of fulfillment and uh, uh, you know validation as well right at the end when people when you hear from people who you don't know and they say hey we liked your book and we learned from it etc etc so it's um, it's absolutely um, uh, you know very very fulfilling on so many different levels and uh, you know even if um, and with ever capacity you know people will write i think it's incredibly um, uh, you know it's also something that they will learn from right you always learn you sharpen your own thoughts you sharpen your own perspectives and as you research as you meet different kinds of people you know there's lots to learn and grow so um, absolutely i think it's um, it's a profession like uh, no other and um, you know as in any profession there are challenges and there are positives you learn to navigate the challenges and enjoy the positives in addition therefore do you recommend your field of work to students and in the future do you think it is a market that will grow or decline uh so i do think that if one is inclined it's a great way to uh, leave a legacy it keeps your mind active um and you as i just mentioned you can grow in so many ways i do think that books are evergreen there will always be readers there will always be people who will be interested and there will always be a market uh, especially with uh, you know ai and chat gpt etc i think there's nothing that can replace an original piece of writing uh but as i mentioned i think it's good to do this if and when somebody is financially stable because uh for it to be a viable career option it takes many many years and in many cases it may never happen you know so a lot of times people who write are those who are already financially independent or they are not the primary breadwinners in the family so i think it's very important to be clear about that because if we're looking to be uh, become a millionaire it's very unlikely that it would happen through a book i mean of course exceptions happen but you know i'm just kind of uh, putting it out there yeah okay and speaking of automation and ai as they continue to influence industries how do you see these advancements affecting your sector's landscape Yeah so I have been increasingly hearing of people using ChatGPT to uh, you know draft small pieces and articles etc um I do think that as an author um you know that's that's not something that anyone should do because the whole point is to be uh you know to to give your um, thoughts and your perspectives a voice right which so it has to be original uh that is my uh, perception and my feeling of course uh so you know so while there will be developments in this ai digital space with all the tools and enhancements i feel it doesn't really do much from a creative fulfillment uh, perspective okay 
So do you always think that there'll be that need for a human element there? Absolutely. I think more than ever because we need something, right? That's original, that's human, that is based on fact and feeling that has both logic and magic. I mean, you need that you have to have that uh you know, while riding can be a discipline and requires focus, uh, there also needs to be fun and flexibility and passion and, you know, what you enjoy. And all of that then comes together in a piece that's created by the author. Uh, I don't think that can be generated through any kind of machine or automation. Uh, if you were to start your career over again, is there anything that you would change? And would you stay in the same sector? Yeah, I, I really like this space that I'm in, in terms of this confluence of leadership and culture. Uh, there are not too many people in that space, so I feel um, like, you know, I, I really enjoy it and I feel I'm able to contribute. I don't think I would do anything differently. Maybe I would have uh, focused more on writing, perhaps, uh, you know, in my younger days and college days. Uh, maybe um, harness that a little more, but not in terms of the trajectory that my life has taken. I think I'm quite happy. Thank you. Okay. And lastly, do you think you could share any resources or organizations that students can explore to learn more about your industry? Uh, I think people can follow authors on social media to learn and explore. I don't think there's some sort of a manual in terms of you know what you should know about writing and otherwise uh, but yeah but there are courses like writing 101 to prepare you and familiarize you with pitfalls um, they may not cover everything but they'll certainly provide some sort of uh, overview um, it's also a good idea to run your ideas with a writer before you get started um, authors I know also coach uh, people to you know enable success with book writing I mean I've done this as well so I think these are some things that people can uh, you know do a bit of well thank you very much Mrs. Kershakar it was a pleasure talking to you thank you Akshay I enjoyed chatting with you as well well that's all we have for today's podcast ladies and gentlemen a big thank you once again to our guest today for agreeing to be a part of this podcast. And until next time, this is the Switched On Podcast.